Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna J. White, and you are on Wounded to Wonderful and Keeping It Real. Yes, you are at the destination for real talk with a real person. Today, it's just me. And just real things that we encounter in life. So, I want to talk about today... Um, what I really want, and what came across my mind was the song with um, Jeffrey the Giraffe from Toys R Us, I Don't Want to Grow Up, I'm a Toys R Us Kid. And when I ask my clients, what do they want? It's about all this other stuff, and then I still go back and I say, I don't even say that's great. I say, what do you want? And it's a tough question because most of the time we have not grown up. So today's topic is talking about when I grow up, what do I really want? What is it that you really want in life? People still don't know what they want even while they've grown up. My clients say this to me all the time, in their mid-40s, in their mid-50s, their mid-30s, their 50s and 60s. They really say this to me. A lot of people live their lives having no clue of what they want. They really just follow this, what they call this universal American dream with no second thought. You know, the picket fence, the, the husband and the wife, two or three kids, a dog, that thing. And not realizing and, and asking themselves or even challenging themselves to say, what is it that I really want? If you ask me, and I've lived this life, it's so lousy because I've lived other people's expectations of who I was supposed to be. I spent, you know, years with, you know, being what my parent thought I would be and still it wasn't enough. And then I spent years um, with my spiritual parent being what he wanted me to be and it wasn't enough. And that was the bulk of my years. Yeah, it sounds kind of cheesy, but we only have one life. Make the most of it and do the things that make you happy. And you should start right now. See, people always say, you can say that it makes, makes everything easy. You could say that, you know, no. When I learned in my 40s that I can do things and I can say things, I can believe things and I can desire things, which is just a thought, but I could desire things that came true and it was okay. That I could make mistakes and it was okay. But no one really said that to me. No one really said, out of all the people I've met over my whole life, that you could be what you want to be. Maybe one or two, let me take that back, maybe one or two people said that to me. Um, and I had to go half a world away to find that out. 
So today I'm going to spend some time with you so you don't have to wonder like I did aimlessly through life. I'm going to give you seven tips that I kind of adapted through life. And this is not during the time that I was listening to someone else's voice in my teens to my 20s and then from my 20s to my 30s, late 30s, listening to someone else that pronounced something over my life. So that's, that's after that. So in my 40s, I learned that being selfish really is an example that you can actually pinpoint what you want in life and what your dreams are. And you can actually say it with conviction. Remember when you were a little kid? Remember that? And you took a toy and said, no, I want that. Or you said, I was going to be a policeman and you couldn't change them. No, I'm being a policeman. Being selfish in that way, turning that on, meant the world to me because I was being selfish. When I went to China, perfect example, my son was 23, my youngest son was 23. Um, I only have three children. My youngest was 23 and I had a house. Um, my, my, you know, and everybody was grown. So I said to him, he was living in, in my house, and I said to him, he had his, his youngest, his oldest son now, in the home, and I said, well, I'm going away and I'm doing something for myself. And that was the first time I put myself first. I, I got rid of everybody else's thoughts. I got rid of everybody's ideals of what I should do. I, I didn't, I had my own you know, um, career, my profession. I was a realtor for, for many years. I had my own office. I put that aside. I put my friends aside and anything else. And I said, I want to do what I want to do for me, something for me. It, it's so important to put yourself first. Those Bible believers turn to your first love well, your first love was you. Hello. Because you knew nothing else. So if you don't turn to your first love, no one else will. No one else will love you like you love yourself. So I'm saying to you, with a spin of being selfish, I want to say be selfless. Um, but maybe selfish at this point, at, in this lesson of how to really, really want something in your life. So be selfish. My son taught me this lesson. My son Gary taught me this. And he got a tattoo that said, um, no regrets. Because he was able to say that he lived the expanse of was evil or good out of our eyes or not, he lived the expanse of it. So he experienced the life the fullest of what he did. So there was no regret. And I thought about that. I was like, I didn't live my life the expanse 
of what it could be, bad or good. So I have nothing regret because I'm in the middle. So it's my life. It's time for you, me, to live our lives exactly the way we want it to be. See, we accept chips, or I call my little pup Cooper because sometimes he'll like wait till my grandkids come over and start like looking for crumbs. We get the crumbs from our past, we get the crumbs from other people, we get the crumbs. And we're not able to move forward because we have no strength because we're eating crumbs. I promised myself maybe five years ago that I would never eat food that was not wholesome and good and, and the best. And I, I remember saying that to a couple of my, you know, people that I knew. And they were like, oh, food is expensive. I said, yeah, but I pr I've eaten the worst. I want to eat the best. I'm not saying eat escargot because I don't like escargot. It's disgusting. I don't like it. Some people like it. I think it's a status thing. But I'm saying eat, if you're going to eat meat, eat the best of the meat. If you're going to eat the best. If you're going to eat beef, eat the best, not 60%, not 40%, eat 90 to 100%. You're going to eat it. You're going to don't eat that you have to make up and put in fillers. So, I don't regret even when I go to the store now, I don't regret shopping um because I feel good about what I'm eating and I'm not overeating or I'm not languishing, I'm I'm not I don't feel any regret. And that's just with food. So, I, you know, I just want to say that. Don't live in the past. We sometimes take on eating habits. And I'm going to stay with that. Eating habits because that's the past what they showed us. But our bodies are a reflection of the, of the present and the future. If we continue to eat what we were given in the past, we live in the past. We suffer. When our bodies are saying to us, and we're not being conscious of it, we, we, we live with so many, our bodies show our regret. Our, when, we're, when we're out of sync, out of, um, you know, overweight, or um, just, un, you know, um, just not eating well, we are living in regret. When we are in debt and we don't know how to live to learn how to manage our money properly and we are always asking for resources instead of tapping into the source we're living in regret I want you to live in the present and then live in the future creating the future so don't live with regret. Figure out what you need. So sometimes it's hard to figure out what you need. But you have to sit down and think it through. Most of us don't. We don't think about what we need.
And then we're too ashamed to figure out what we want. The reason why a lot of relationships do not work romantically is because you want a family and they don't. You don't want any children and they do. There's no meeting of the mind because you haven't figured out what you want. You haven't expressed, have you ever expressed yourself? No. Because you're always on that point where I have to, you know, sit still, look, and listen. You have never expressed yourself because part of expressing yourself is figuring out what you want. Loving. Love is figuring out what you want. When you want love and you want to be lovable, it's figuring out what you want. Financial security. It's knowing what you want. Or anything else. If it helps, I love lists. You know, I love to write lists down. I actually bought me a Remarkable because I was using pads up and I was using books up and I was there was too many books books and everything all over so I actually bought me a remarkable and um, I love it but I'm able to keep my list and check everything off and erase it and start over again make a list and always think of your life because you're the book you're the writing you're you're the priority what legacy, as a friend, as a sister, as a brother, as an aunt, as a, as a daughter, as a son, cousin, whomever, aunt, whoever, what kind of legacy are you leaving behind? Figure out what you want. Determine what really bothers you. Okay. This is a tough one because this has to do with, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid. Because when you go into Toys R Us, you go towards the toys you want. You don't, if people push you, you push right past them. You only saw when you push back against something you don't want. So... When you're going through that Toys R Us store, people are pushing you, you find a way to get past them. You figure it out. And you figure out what upsets you, and you be specific about it. You know that the, the, the radio show, uh, I think it's 97.1, I want to say it is. They say, tell them why you're mad. Most people want to put on this nice, nice face because it's either Christian or it's Jesus-like or it's God-like. No. We're human. And I would rather tell somebody how I'm, why I'm mad in a constructive way than a destructive way. Because that's how behaviors happen. So, determine what really bothers you. Don't say that you hate your job and you hate and you don't hate it. P 
pinpoint what exactly you hate about your job and then manage that. Could it be your micromanaging boss? Could it be your workload? Could it be your meaningless job title? Maybe all of the above. Now, you figured out what bothers you. How can you fix it? Because you're the one in the position. And how much do you want to fix it? Determine what really bothers you. Determine what makes you truly happy. And you, you hear the statements all the time. Happiness is not people, places, things. It's not a destination. It's a way of life. Well, you're wasting life if you're not living happy. Your happiness is the root of all your desires. So you can't desire something if you're not happy. Because when you're not happy, you're not desiring anything. You don't want anything. You don't need, you know, you don't, you may need some things, but you never acknowledge it. Take a few moments and just like to inhale that, like to breathe that in. Truly be happy. You know, truly make a difference. Is it traveling? Is it being with the children? Owning a successful business? Having a significant other? Financial freedom? Once you pinpoint the one thing that makes you happy the most, you have a pretty clear idea of what you should strive for in life. Determine what really makes you happy. Let people know around you what you're trying to achieve. We were always told keep our business to ourselves, you know, and kind of keep that silent and, and, you know, keep that under wraps and all of that. And I used to do that. And it got me nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. I started telling my goals and my desires to people. Either they left or they stayed and they bought into it. I voiced it all out. I was like, I'm saying what I want to do. And if people don't like it, boom, boom, boom. People left my life. And people came in. People bought in. People stayed. People said, hey, I'm hanging with you. People were there. And people were not. If you tell people what you're trying to accomplish, most likely they'll support you and give you some support and ideas. Those tales of, you know, you know, what our mother said was, my mother said, was, you know, everything that happens in this house stays here. <laughs> Hate to tell you, that's another story for another time, but it doesn't stay. Um... You bleed all over everyone when you don't share your goals and when you don't achieve anything. So let people know, know around you what you're trying to achieve. Stay positive. Yeah, yeah. Life doesn't always go our way the way we want it. And it 
sometimes it feels bad, some, sometimes you're in dismay, and your plans kind of go astray. But I learned one thing, take control. Instead of freaking out. Find a solution. Instead of going down with the, with the rest of everybody. Try your, your best to roll with the changes. Changes happen, okay, how can I make that happen? How can I pivot into that? Just recently I was in a, a um, workshop um, and it was called Pivot, I think it was um, Pivot, shift your, your um, business during the pandemic and it was put on by um, the shiftgroup.com and these guys are very supportive, um, they listen, they ask the right questions and Lo and behold, I had the answer. They just let me talk it out, and then they asked me the right question to make me pivot. And it changed the trajectory of how I work in my business. My business is actually booming right now. I'm getting, you know, um, different coaching um, businesses. I wanted to go into corporate coaching. I'm getting offers and proposals from other people. Um, and... And it's very substantial, which, you know, sometimes, I know my, my best friend Wanda always tells me, you know, I, I am surprised that people ask me to do things. And she goes, if you say that one more time, me and you are going to fight. Stay positive. You know, sometimes your, your stuff kicks in. Your, 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 your bad shame and, and the things that challenged you in the past kind of kicks in. But I know my worth. I do understand my worth. Sometimes it's it's overwhelming when people say, you know, you're sitting with some of the best people and it's overwhelming and I have to stay positive and believe that I'm worth being sitting amongst, you know, um, great people and, and being paid for what I'm worth. Instead of freaking out, I rolled with the changes. And we all will get there one day, someday, very soon, if we just understand that we can take a little detour, but sometimes the attitude is all that we need to keep going. The change in attitude is all we need to keep going, stay positive. Feeling lost out of control. If you aren't taking action in your life to turn your life around, to make changes, to actually put things down solidly and, and move forward and make things plain. If you're asking for a car and you want to manifest a car, you have to be specific as heck. I mean specific. Down to what year, down to what, 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 what colors. You have to be specific as can be. When you don't do that, you're feeling lost because there's doubt, there's confusion, there's no trust in yourself, you're uncertain. Take control of your life because it is your rest of your life. Take control of that. If you do that, and you grab hold of life and you actually 
grow up <laughs> and you find out what you really want, I guarantee that some of these ways that I just told you about will help you tremendously. I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for spending the time with me today. If you have a subject, an idea, or thought, comment, feedback, please email me at white 11 at gmail. Visit me on thisisforyou.com or if you love social media and you're on Facebook, I am on ejwcoaching.com. Oh, no, Facebook, excuse me, dot com. But please, you know, um, you know, this is something that all of us kind of go through, and especially right now. If you are listening today, and you've heard this all the way through to the end, I want to give you a free abundance mindset book that I've written that I can help you with this abundance mind thing. <laughs> so if you are listening, email me at ednajwent11 at gmail.com and put in the subject line abundance mindset and ask for the book. And I'll either email it to you or I'll mail you a copy autographed. Thank you so much and have a happy signing off.